Hey friends, today we are going to talk about something that I think we have all fallen prey to, and that is this concept of riding a motivation roller coaster with our goals. And we're just going to talk about why motivation doesn't work and what you need to do instead. Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Have you ever been to a conference or watched an incredibly inspiring YouTube video? Maybe you've attended a team training or listened to a podcast or just experienced something that motivated you to act. You know, maybe even at the beginning of the year, you set these incredible, bold goals and you're nowhere near achieving them. Ouch, right? Oh, I hate calling you out like that. But friend, I'm not calling you out to hurt you or to make you feel like a failure because I am just as guilty. But instead, I'm trying to call you higher and teach you to focus on something that will actually get you results. Let's face it, sometimes life gets in the way, kids get sick, plans change, schedules get interrupted, right? Just all of these things that inevitably will happen, right? Life just happens, right? Maybe your parent gets sick and you're having to rearrange things so that you can help care for them. In general, these things are just going to happen. They're things that we cannot control. But why is it, right? I want to ask you this question. Why is it that some people are able to push past those things and others are not, right? I mean, at the end of the day, though the people that are successful, it's not that they don't have hard. They don't go through hard things. They're not, you know, struggling with imposter syndrome or negative people in their life, right? It's not that they're not struggling with those same things that you're struggling with. But they have mastered and figured out how to overcome those roadblocks. So today we're going to unpack that exact question. All right. Today we're going to talk about what to do when motivation wears off, when you're no longer excited to like keep showing up, you know, keep posting on social media. And when the goal seems too far off to even chase anymore. Can you relate? Like, have you ever felt like, well, I set this big goal at the end of the year it's maybe summertime and you are like, what's the point, right? I've, I'm, I'm running out of time. There's no reason for me to continue to chase this. So if you can relate to that, this episode is for you. I really love the Zig Ziglar quote. Um, People often say 
that motivation doesn't last? Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Ah, isn't that a funny thing? But honestly, it's so true. The essence of motivation is energized and persistent goal-directed behavior. So essentially meaning when we are motivated, we move and take action. And so usually motivation is like outcome-oriented. We base our actions behind the goal based on our motivation, right? Like it's like, you know, depending on the success of the outcome will depend on whether or not we continue. Meaning if we don't see our desired outcome immediately or soon after we start the process, we tend to lose our excitement and stop pursuing the goal. Well, the truth is that motivation is a myth. And we can't rely on motivation to just get us anywhere. Honestly, we can't wait to feel excited or in the mood again or for another new year or new month or new Monday or whatever, right? We have to work on becoming disciplined and choosing progress over perfection and to just continually get up and keep trying. Okay, so... Motivation is this like dynamic process and our motives vary over time, you know, so like basically the raising and falling as circumstances change and as time passes, you know, motives contribute to the ongoing stream of behavior to further complicate matters. We are also driven by a multitude of different motives at any one point in time. The awareness of how motivation varies over time is particularly important when it comes to goal setting. Remember that our brain's job is literally to keep us safe. And so anytime we try to change what feels safe or comfortable, our brains are going to resist this and always try to go back to our safe space or our comfort zone. Essentially, even if it is a bad habit or even if it is something that we're struggling with. Our brain is used to the struggle. So it literally wants to revert back to the bad habits. Yes, even if the habit or thought we are changing is actually for the better, it's still, right? The brain is still trying to pull us back because we're stepping outside of what's comfortable. According to a 2021 study, it can take about 59 days until a new habit becomes like automatic. So let's just say, as an example, you have a goal to drink more water. Well, we all know, right, the health benefits of drinking water. So why would we not make it a priority? Well, for the majority of us, it's because we have this habit formed of maybe about how much we drink or the lack of it. So just as an example, one way to encourage this positive change is to habit stack. Maybe drink a glass of water after you brush your teeth each day, right? So if you decide to do this and forget to drink that glass of water for a few days, you shouldn't tell yourself, well, drinking water, you know, drinking more water just isn't for me. Why did I set that goal? I mean, that would obviously be really silly because it's not something that you can just magically be consistent with overnight and develop this habit of maybe drinking a gallon of water a day or, you know, drinking however many ounces, right? But this is how some of you are responding with your business when you lose the motivation after a few weeks and don't see your desired results like immediately happen, right? That's the problem with our world. We live in this like 
you know, immediate satisfaction, like overnight success, gratification, instant gratification world now because of things like Amazon technology. I mean, how many of you guys are like me where you are, (laughs) I mean, I'm a millennial. Okay. I'm 35 as I'm recording this, I'm 35 years old and it is 2023, right? So this would be a good record in time for me to look back and think on this. And when I was a kid, if you wanted to tell your friend something in the summer, you had to write them a letter and send it in the mail, okay? Which taught a level of patience, right? And and so I think something that we struggle with now is we have adapted, right? If we want to know something, we can immediately text somebody. Of course, there were phones back then, but it was just different, right? There wasn't this immediate, um, you know, like access to something like Amazon, you could, you know, if you wanted to buy more toilet paper, you couldn't just pick up your phone and click a couple buttons. You had to get in the car and go to the store. You had to leave your home. And so I think when you look at the most successful people who've done these like amazing things, you know, just in business, right? Men and women, entrepreneurs, athletes, just anyone that you admire as successful, Do you think that they only put in the work and what needs to be done when they feel like doing it? Of course not. If they did that, they wouldn't have reached the level of success that they currently have. And so I want to talk to you guys about what I believe to be the main thing that you should focus on. Okay. So while motivation is, you know, great, and I'm not saying to completely disregard anything that is motivating you. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is instead of only showing up when you feel like it and when you're motivated, instead you should start focusing on developing habits that will move you forward. So instead of depending on motivate motivation to move you forward, you need to build habits and change the way you see yourself. You need to start believing new things about yourself. Your internal dialogue needs to change. And you should start asking yourself better questions that'll help guide you. Um, James Clear, who is uh, the author of Atomic Habits, if you have not read that book, I would absolutely suggest starting there. Like pick it up today, you know, um, pause this episode, order it on Amazon or download it to your Kindle, wherever, if you have not read it you should 1000% be reading this book. Every business owner needs to read it. Honestly, anyone in general could benefit from this book. So he says in Atomic Habits, true behavior change is identity change. You might start a habit because of motivation, but the only reason you'll stick with one is that it becomes part of your identity, right? It's the same reason why when you think, okay, If someone is athletic, they are an athlete, right? It becomes part of their identity. If someone is, you know, a, you know, successful, um, I don't know, like um, they're, you know, a successful business owner, they're self-employed, they become an entrepreneur, like their identity has changed. Your current behaviors are simply a reflection of your current identity. I'm going to say that again. This is quoting James Clear, you guys. Your current behaviors are simply a reflection of your current identity. So what you do now is a mirror image of the type of person you believe that you are. 
Woo, you guys. So this could be either consciously or subconsciously, right? Some of you maybe even have told yourself, you know what? I, I gained all this baby weight. I can't seem to get it off, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so you're telling yourself this story. This is your ident identity is that you have, you're this, this mother now that is using it as an excuse, right? That I have gained all this weight. And because of that, maybe you're subconsciously, right? Your, your actions are a mirror reflection of saying those things. And y'all, I'm talking to myself, okay? I'm literally working on my own health journey. It has been, I mean, it's a whole thing, okay? But that's just how it is, right? If you're not happy with your business, if you're not happy with your health, if you're not happy with your relationships or just anything in life, right? First, I want to challenge you to try looking at your habits and not just around that specific item, but in general, you know, because some of you might be thinking, oh, my business habits are so great, but maybe you, your health is like crap. You're like taking care of your body and it's, you don't, or you're not taking care of your body, or maybe you are incredibly healthy and fit but you are not consistent and your habits for your business, you're not showing up, right? So usually what I, you know, I encourage our clients to do is to look at someone that they in, admire. So first I would ask you like, okay, think of a person that you admire. Maybe you just look at someone and you think, wow, you know, this person has what seems to be right. Um, a successful business, they have a good, you know, home life, whatever, whatever it is that you admire about them. Think about that person. And then I would say, why do you admire that person? What are the reasons? And then second, I want to challenge you to, to jot down. What do you think their day looks like? Right? Like, how do you think they're showing up? What are some of the actions they're doing? Maybe what are the, the boundaries they have in place for their business or for their family or for their life? You know, um, I'm going to give you guys an example, uh, for, for me in my own life. And just the fact that, so, um, you know, I have absolutely nothing like I'm just, well, I shouldn't say nothing. <laughs> okay. I don't really have a ton against alcohol. Okay. Just in general, like I'm fine. If others drink it is what I'm trying to say. So please do not listen to this episode and come at me and be like, I had margaritas last night or, you know, what a glass of wine. Like, I do not care. Like for years I have drank alcohol and I have been fine with it. But something that I have noticed as I've been observing these top performers and coaches and authors and people that I really, truly admire, you know, so many of them do not drink alcohol or they'll say, you know, I'm not drinking it right now. You know, like if they're just trying to scale their business or get to this new level or write a book or whatever it is. Right. And so I had already known because I did 75 hard, uh, about a year, a little over a year ago. No, I guess it was a year ago. We, we were in the middle of it. And, you know, if, if you don't know anything about 75 hard, it's this like fitness challenge where you, basically have to, you know, be very, very disciplined have these habits of like working out twice a day, one of them being outside. Um, you know, you can't drink any alcohol. You, you know, there's all these different things. You have to read 10 pages a day, right? So it's really just more than just exercise. It's kind of like helping you establish healthy habits and focusing on an overall like well-being of bettering yourself. 
And so during that time, I didn't drink any alcohol. So for 75 days, I did not drink alcohol. And I remembered thinking, you know, initially, right. I was like, oh, this is going to be so hard. It's going to be so hard, so hard. And the whole time I felt so much better. You know, I, I felt like I didn't wake up the next day, super groggy. I did. I felt like mentally I had clarity and all this stuff. And wouldn't, you know, right. I fell back into the, I wouldn't say habit, but I started drinking again. As soon as it was over, it was like, Oh, because the challenge is done. Right. I'm going to start drinking alcohol again and enjoy it. Whatever have the margaritas drink by the pool, this, that, and the other. And again, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it doesn't really improve my health, right? And plus I have MS. And so MS has a lot to do with like inflammation in the body. And that's literally what alcohol does as well as on my tongue. Like I had all these red flags in my body. If you heard anything about my tongue, I've had like precancerous, basically, you know, dysplasia removed from my tongue. So it's like a whole thing. So literally I, I kind of came to this epiphany this year um, early, I guess, spring, like March 5th or something like that. I was like, okay, I need to be done with alcohol. Like my body has been telling me, please stop. And then the person that you're, you know, admiring and you're desiring to become, you know, that, that level of life that you want to lead you, that person's probably not drinking alcohol because they know what it does to their body, right? Like I know, and my body is different than yours. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Everyone's body is different. But for me, I had gained a bunch of weight from it. I had, um, you know, all, there's all these different things, right? It caused problems with my tongue. And I'm like, I don't want cancer, right? I also don't want to set the example that, um, you know, that is a big part of my life in front of my girls. And I know my oldest had seen me, you know, consume it pretty frequently. And again, it's not that I view it as wrong or bad, but I just don't want there to be a precedence on like, this is, this is what you have to do to have fun, you know, or this is what you have to do if you want to relax, or this is how you cope with stress, right? Oh, I've had a hard day. Let me get a glass of wine. You know, I don't want to set that example. And it's just funny how once I made that decision, um, my husband and I decided to do it together. And it was just like overnight, we were like, okay, we're good. Like we literally both, it was just like, once you're ready, or you've had enough you know, either pain or you feel called to a certain purpose. It's like, if you have enough pain or a big purpose, one of those will usually cause you to act in a way that is like, you're going to align with where you want to be and where you want to go. And so anyway, I use that as an example, because to me, I mean, I didn't master alcohol, like no alcohol. I just had tried it out a little bit, right? Like I was like, okay, let me do this 75 hard. And then I saw the results. And because I saw those results, I didn't necessarily cut it out immediately. And who knows, right? Like, I'm not saying for the rest of eternity, I will never drink again. But honestly, at this point in time, I just don't feel like I will. Um, and I just think that this is why so many people plateau in their business or never truly fulfill their potential they only focus on the actions and how to get to their destination, but never the person they must become to reach it, right? So if we're thinking about that alcohol conversation we just had, right? Like I am, of course, and have been thinking just like you guys, right? Okay, how can I become, you know, an industry leader, like a top coach in this industry, right? I'm already like established, you know, what I've accomplished, you know, I've been multi-six-figure earner. 
leading an $8 million team a year. Like I did it again. You know, I, I promoted very quickly with another company again. So it's like, I've proved, I've proven the concept, right? I've been, I've been paid to do consulting with companies. And so my point is, it's like, okay, I'm establishing this, this authority. And, you know, now I'm reaching out, expanding my brand. I'm trying to show up and be consistent. I'm doing all these actions, but if that's all I'm focused on and I'm not focusing on the type of person that I need to become, then I'm going to be, I'm going to miss out on abundance, right? And that's the same for you. So I'm going to give you five ways to help your chances of success increase as a result of changing your habits and helping you consistently show up even when the motivation wears off, you guys, because it's going to happen. You might even be listening to this podcast and you are so motivated to take action and you are so excited. But then two weeks from now, right? How are you gonna feel? So the first thing, the first question you gotta ask is why do you desire to change? Why do you have certain goals? Why do you want to accomplish them, honestly? Sometimes we just have to take some time to answer the big why, right? When your why is clear and strong enough, it'll be easier to overcome obstacles and to keep pushing forward when you face tough times. You might also consider like, what are your core values? Do your actions currently align with those values? I'm going to ask that again. Do your actions currently align with those values, right? It's it's like, okay. You know, once once you know what your values are, those will guide your actions. So example, if you're like regularly binge eating or drinking, maybe not getting enough sleep and missing workouts, you clearly do not value your health and fitness, right? <laughs> the idea of it maybe sounds nice. It's something that you would like to have in your life, right? But unfortunately, your actions and behavior are telling a different story. I mean, right? Like how many of you have heard growing up, your mom said, or your dad said, or somebody important, your teacher said, actions speak louder than words. You can tell me all day, right? All day long till I'm, till you're blue in the face that you're going to crush these goals, be at the top of the company, this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, if you're not acting on that, and you're not becoming a better version of yourself, you're not going to have that, right? Once you get a clear understanding of what your priorities are, evaluate your life and the choices you make each day to determine if your actions are aligning with your goals and values. Okay. Number two, start small. Sometimes we procrastinate getting started because the thought of reaching a massive goal is insanely overwhelming. Something that we um, teach our clients in Multiply 2.0 is how to take a big goal and to break it down into actionable steps. That's like the quote, (laughs) excuse me, let me get a sip of water. That's like the quote, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. (laughs) So maybe instead of saying, I want to lose 50 pounds so I can feel stronger and have more energy and feel more confident. Yes, you can still say that, but break it down even further and say, maybe the person who is 50 pounds lighter, what are some of the things that they do each day that have given them that result, right? So maybe it's some things like, okay, maybe it's drink more water, prioritize better sleep, 
stop drinking out alcohol or at least maybe limit it, right? So instead of just stepping on the scale every single morning and thinking about how far away you are from your goal, right? You would maybe focus on habit stacking and adding in one to two things for 90 days. Once you've mastered those, you can add in a few more. And so, you know, it's the same thing when I mentioned that I did 75 hard, you guys, like prior to that, I was exercising some, but it wasn't a big priority. Um, It just wasn't anymore because I had given myself this story that I could have success or be healthy. I couldn't be both. Right. But that was a narrative I had been telling myself based on how I was showing up in my actions and, you know, the way I was treating my body. I was just like telling myself I couldn't have both. Well, because of that 75 hard challenge, I mean, I can tell you since then, not every single day, because a lot of times if it's like raining or freezing cold or snowing, I'm not going to go walk, um, you know, outside. I'll probably, you know, do an inside workout or some weights or yoga or something like that. But on average, because of 75 hard, I now literally walk every single day. Like every single day I go on like a 45 minute walk in our neighborhood. Of course it helps that we have dogs. And so Chris and I will usually like, I'll take Ethel and he'll take Lucy. Or sometimes one of us will take both of them or whatever, just depending on the day. But pretty much without a doubt, at least five days a week, I'm going on a 45 minute walk. And it's just funny because now it's just a habit. It's just something that I do. You know, I don't even think about it anymore. I'm not like, I don't know if I'm going to go on this walk or not. I'm just like, oh, it's good. You know, the weather's good. I can go like just something I do, but I didn't master everything that first time that I went through it. Right. Over time, I've continued to add in some better habits and to try to continually change for the better. So just focus on starting small, just getting started. Pick one thing that you want to work on in your life. Right. Number three. Focus on the long-term and not the right now. When you focus on long-term goals, right? I want you to imagine how good it would feel to get what you want out of life. But then maybe even compare it, you know, compare that to the very brief satisfaction that you quickly, you know, that you get, but quickly fades from doing something you want in the moment. But that something won't help you get closer to your goals. You know, sure. Yeah, of course. Okay. This is, I could totally relate to this. Staying up late and binge watching Netflix is fun in the moment, but the payoff is never good, right? How many times have you stayed up late and you have small children and then the next day your kids wake you up and you're frazzled, you're running late, you're exhausted, maybe cranky. You feel like you're behind the whole day you're stressed out and maybe you're trying to get out the door and you're, you know, you're setting the tone for the the morning, the mood for the morning. And everyone's grouchy now because of you, because you decided to stay up late, right? It's the same thing with your business. At the moment, you may not enjoy showing up on social media or sending those connection messages or helping someone on your team who keeps giving you lip service and saying they have big goals, but no follow through. But the consistency of those actions compound and give you the results that you desire long-term. Just like the consistency of bad habits compound and will get, likely give you a desired or a, an undesirable result, right? 
So that's why I am a firm believer in writing out your goals every single day, focusing on gratitude and celebrating small wins along the way. So because it does, it can get overwhelming when maybe some of you are like, I want to earn this incentive trip or have this promotion or get to the top of my company. And when you say that big, scary goal, right, it's kind of, you know, it's overwhelming and sometimes paralyzing to not want to show up. But also sometimes we don't get that immediate result. And so we give up on the big goal, right? Because we're not getting there fast enough. And so something that um, I actually did for several years was how many of you guys remember the Start Today journal from Rachel Hollis? I'm sure you're like nodding your head. Some of you probably did that. I actually am still doing it now. I just got back into it recently because I remembered the impact it had on the way I showed up every single day. So um, for those of you that aren't familiar, of course you can Google it, um, but you can literally just do this in a, in a notebook, okay? But what I loved about it was you write in it, you know, your 10 big dreams, and then you focus on one kind of like either each year, you know, so it's kind of like over the next 10 years, what do you want to have accomplished? And then each year you pick one of those 10 dreams to focus on. And why I love this is because when you're constantly writing it down, you're literally rewiring your brain because you write it as if it's happened, right? You're like, I am, you know, I wrote for two years straight. I am a national executive director. And wouldn't you know it on the the day that it accomplished, I opened my journal and I was like, oh my word. And it's not to say, right, that that's going to, you're manifesting who you are going to become and all this kind of stuff. But I think when we do that, we begin acting as if we have become that person, right? We start showing up as that person. And so if you don't have any kind of way that you're writing out your goals and, and whether it's a prayer journal or a gratitude journal, or you're just taking a notebook or a composition notebook and a pen. Okay. But I think you need to Physically be writing it down every single day. All right, number four, embrace the discomfort. I know this kind of sounds horrible, okay? But the reality is you have to go through struggle to develop strength. And usually there is a high level of strength needed to attain the success that you are chasing after. So you kind of have to change your mindset towards discomfort. Maybe even view it as an opportunity for growth, right? an opportunity to become a slightly better version of yourself. If you always stay within your comfort zone and only do the things that make you feel good and warm and cozy and familiar and safe, your progress is going to be really slow. You know, look at any athlete with incredible strength. They aren't strong because they lift weights and train when they feel like it or when they're quote unquote motivated but instead they are strong because they consistently embrace the discomfort and they know that when their muscles are likely hurting or sore, having to sit with an ice pack or, you know, go to a physical therapist or learn how the proper stretches that they're getting stronger. So you have got to view your journey as one that is preparing you for the success that you're looking for. And number five is just do it. For the most part, successful people and unsuccessful people hate to do the same things. 
All right. But successful people make themselves do what they need to do. While unsuccessful people make excuses and tell themselves a lie to make themselves feel better about not taking action, right? Just like I told you guys, that's narrative that I had told myself about, you can't have, you know, you can't run an $8 million team and be healthy, right? You have to have one or the other. Like that's so wrong, right? Like that's obviously not true. And so sometimes it's not even about motivation or building habits. Sometimes you just need to do it, get it done, even if it's going to suck, because more than likely it is. <laughs> it kind of even reminds me of the Nike brand, you know, just do it. Um, you know, even when I don't feel like exercising or going for a walk, you know, you can put on your Nike shoes and you're reminded to just do it. It's not always comfortable, fun or easy, but I know that I'm going to do it anyway because I like the way I feel. So really guys, you have to stop waiting for motivation to strike, all right? If you only do what needs to get done when you're motivated, you'll quickly fall behind and your progress will be frustratingly slow. So set yourself up for success by building identity-based habits, all right? Remember, you're gonna go order that Atomic Habits book and read it tomorrow or as soon as you get it. <laughs> get clear on what you want and why you want it. Identify your core values and priorities. Then make sure the choices you make each day align with your values and your top priorities. Because when you do this, you have a much higher probability of becoming the person you need to be in order to attain the goals you're chasing. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.